Hi, this is the Abs Podcast, which is all about abolition and the rights of African Americans. I'm your host, Alexander Bose, and with me today are Sydney Sable and Lauren Peters. Abolitionism is a belief that slavery should not exist, and this movement started in the 1830s, even though some say that it even started back when the American Revolution was still happening. Today, we are going to start off with the events that occurred during this movement. Lauren, can you tell me who the Liberty Party was and what were their beliefs? The Liberty Party was a party who broke away from American anti-slavery, the party, because of their because their beliefs were different. Their beliefs, well, they believed the Constitution was an anti-slavery doc, whereas William Lloyd Garrison, an American anti-slavery, slavery, who was who was part of American anti-slavery society, believed otherwise. Um, the Liberty Party wanted to spread out and help people where Lloyd Garrison led as more of a protest. Um, it dissolved after John P. Hale dropped out of the election because the Liberty Party liked him, and that's why. Yeah. Who was for slavery? Um, so John C. Calhoun was a senator of South Carolina, and he was for um he's for slavery and so was um George Fitzhugh. George Fitzhugh wanted slaves and thought that African Americans needed slavery themselves. And it really only started because the there was a need for heavy laborers and the pro slavery is like pro slavery is the is promoted promoted the practice of slavery and defended against any interference with the system. So basically they didn't they didn't like people who weren't for slavery and that's that's it for that one. Okay, thank you. Um Alex, who was involved during the resistance to reform? So basically to say overall the resistance to reform was a group that didn't want slavery to like be disbanded. They didn't like the abolition movement. Um, the people involved were, one of them was, as you said, John C. Calhoun. He was against it because they liked slavery or slavery for things like crops and labor, in it, which included slaveholders, people from the South, and some people from the North who wanted the products to produce by goods. Okay, so we'll move on to American Colonization Society. So, Alex, what was the American Colonization Society and what were their beliefs? So, the, the American Colonization Society, as they, what they believed in was they, were, they believed that slavery should be gone, yeah. But the thing is, they decided that what they wanted to happen was send all the free slaves over to Africa. So in like what is now known as Liberia, that is where they sent them. Um, what were African Americans? What were African American views on the American Colonization Society? 
Um, as well as you can like think, as you would think, the African Americans thought of it negatively because it was where they live was in America, and basically this this group was saying, "Yeah, you're gonna go to Africa now." So obviously they did not like it. Thank you. Anyways, Lauren, can you tell me what was a rising xenophobia? So xenophobia is the fear or hatred of strangers or foreigners or of anything that is strange or foreign. The people feared that the foreigners were going to be coming over and taking their jobs and mostly their land because there weren't because there were a lot of them coming over and they hated the foreigners and do anything to stop them. And they basically had lots of prejudice against anyone who was like them that came over. Okay, thank you. And now, Lauren, can you also tell me what the anti-black sentiments were? Um, the anti-black sentiments in political and popular culture were, it was just, it was just like something against African-Americans. So basically, it was white people's word over blacks, and it just denied basic human rights to African-Americans, um, who, who there's African-Americans, and they were treated differently. And it was just throughout a, a long period of time where even when slaves were free, they were just looked down upon, and the whites just hated them still. Yeah, and you can see it kept on going after this yeah, time period. Yeah, they were just never treated right at any points. Yeah, okay, thank you. Now, Sydney, can you please tell me what was the background of James Fortin? James Fortin was an African-American abolitionist and wealthy businessman. He was born free in Philadelphia and was captured by the British while serving when he was 14 in the war and was freed in a prisoner exchange. And what were James Fortin's accomplishments? After the war, he worked for a year in shipyards and sail offs and then eventually owned a business and experimented with sales for many years before inventing one. And he died in 1842 after living an incredible life. So, Sydney, who was... <laughs> William Lloyd Garrison was the liberator. That's a abolitionist newspaper that he started. He was born in 1805 in Massachusetts and believed that the Constitution was a pro-slavery document. He was a part of the American Colonization Society, and in 1832, he founded the New England Anti-Slavery Society. In 1833, he helped organize the American Anti-Slavery Society, writing its Declaration of Sentiments and serving as its first corresponding secretary. Okay, and moving on, who was Sojourner Truth? Sojourner Truth was an African-American abolitionist and women's rights activist. Who, what was important about Sojourner Truth? Sojourner Truth couldn't read or write, but gave speeches for WLG's anti-slavery organization on the evils of slavery and wrote books with help. And she helped slaves to escape to freedom. 
She was also born into slavery in 1797, and her original name was Isabella Bomfrey, but changed it years later because the Spirit called on her to preach the truth. Thank you. And now, who was Elijah? Who was Elijah Lovejoy? Elijah Lovejoy was an American Presbyterian minister, journalist, newspaper editor, and abolitionist that was born in Maine and moved to Illinois to write without fear and was successful for a year. Uh, she was killed by a pro-slavery mob during an attack in 1837, and there is now a Lovejoy Award that honors a member of the newspaper profession who continues the Lovejoy heritage of fearlessness and freedom. Why was Frederick Douglass an important abolitionist, Alexander? Because he was basically a leader of the, of the movement. Um, he was born into slavery. He then escaped, and he, he had to hide, and then after he was free, he gave speeches, and he, and he was noticed by William Lloyd Garrison in Lloyd and Garrison's newspaper of the Liberator. Um, so what are some important things that like he did throughout his life? Not just like why was he, like what did he do? Um, so first of all, as I said, he was born into slavery. So that was important because he gave him the perspective of what it was like, and that, in my opinion, gave a big step into the uh, abolitionist movement. And not only that, but he also made his own newspaper called the North Star. That is all the people and events from the abolitionist movement all summed up. Hope you learned something, and thank you for listening to our podcast.